tonight. Democratic debates. I don't understand quotes about sugary drinks. And then shootings across the nation. 92% of Americans don't want to get shot. And later, currency manipulation. <laughs> How is told by the Secret Service? That's called counterfeiting. There's no stopping us now because we're live. I'm John Thompson. I'm John A. Vink. I'm A.J. Minnick. I'm Keith Statenfield. I'm Jim Too. I'm Jennifer Sim. And those stories tonight on John Wants Answers. John Wants Answers. Give John Answers. Give John Answers. calendar. If it says August 8th, then we're live. Hey, Keith, are this the dog days of summer? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear John. Happy birthday to you. I have to blow a thing, right? Mm, no, no, but we have ice cream donuts for you. Ice cream donuts? They're from New York. From New, from New York? I didn't arrange this. It's well, apparently they're from New York. That's what I heard. Okay. They're from... Not like invented in New York. Like actually in kosher. New York yesterday. It says it's kosher on here. Elegant desserts, New York. See? Ice cream donut. Chocolate and sprinkles. And these are pink. Pink. And those are... I don't know if I trust pink. Not pink. Okay. Okay, hang on. Let's uh, get the microphone out of the way. Can you I don't want to it? ruin it. Hello. I think they can still hear us. Are you going to have, what's, what are you going to have? These are um, ice cream. Like, I'm not I can't, allowed to have donuts anymore. I can't really pick them up because it's actual, like, ice cream. Wait, wait, now you're dissing your birthday donuts? No, it's, just grab the donut, just watch. It's not donut, it's ice cream. It's all ice cream. There's no doughy part. Now this top thing is doughy. Okay, the top part. Okay, watch, just scoop. Just <laughs> scoop the donut like that, watch. Did you get any New York napkins? No, no, I have napkins <laughs> in New York. It's illegal. Mmm. They are good. Why do you hate the earth, John? Napkins. Jeez. Just lick your hand like everyone else does. The very first episode of yeah, yeah. the IT crowd starts. This like is this. compelling. This is compelling television, people. People at home are like, I want to get ice cream donut. You should. They're delicious. This one's good. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be melted before the end of the show, but... <laughs> what can we do? What can we do? The audience should We're come locked up. here in a studio. I think during the break, the audience should come up and eat a bunch of donuts. Sure. That are ice cream. That's, that's a good idea. You know I love donuts. I do know you love donuts. I've, I've had donuts at like one in the morning with you. Ah, that's right. Like, I've been sitting in my house, and like, my phone has gone bing. And I'm like, it's 11.52. And I'm like, well, that's John asking if I want to go get donuts. And we did get donuts. And, and then we went and got donuts. Ah, that was the good old days. Yeah, back when we were young and we still allowed to eat donuts. Younger than we are today. Um, is this called the dog days of summer? I don't call them that. What are the dog days of summer? I think they're like late summer. That's all it means? Oh, I'm sure it means more than that, but I don't know. We're not quite late. I think we're midsummer. Is midsummer? I think it's midsummer. Um, like in Wisconsin, like August and September were always hot, like summer. 
Yeah. And right here, September, October is really hot. Yeah. Still. My guest tonight. Climate, 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 people. My guest tonight is the legendary Keith Statenfield. I'm not actually legendary. No? No, I did a web search. And I I'm thought just, you I'm were just, like very just, influential in Mac OS 9. Well, yeah, but that's not legendary. Like, legendary is like King Arthur. Yeah. Like, a hundred years after I'm dead, if people are still talking about me, then I'd be legendary. Still have time. Well, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got that to look forward to. I have a cool story here. Now, we, we went uh, to Southern California. We did. Earlier um, this yeah. month. Yeah, we went to Disneyland. And we met with a guy from HBO. And we talked about getting this show on HBO. Now, this is off the record, yeah. which means I can't say his name. No, no, you can't. But I think we're going to get our show on the HBO Now app. Yeah, that would be great. I think if you look for the, look for the show, ZZZZZZZZZZ John Wants Answers, yeah. and it might be there. Yeah. So apparently there's another show called John Wants Answers that has rights to the title. So we had to change it. No, we, we put, put the Z's, Z's in. We put the Z's in so it appears at the end. So the hype executives, they don't, they don't notice it there. Well, don't you, think, don't you think that very home. quickly we're going to end up on trending? Yes, and then they'll want to keep it. See, yeah. once, yeah. you can't ask an executive, hey, you want to have my show. Yeah, we're way too avant-garde. You need to have it to on the first. To get an actual approval from People an HBO executive. It. It's going to drive them nuts. They're going to want to see more and yeah. more. And then they can't take it off then. No. Okay. If I be on HBO, what you mean is... You and I are going to hack into Cloudflare, and we're going to arrange for our show to appear. I'm not going to describe the methods we'll be using. Good plan. Yeah, okay. I guess that was. Um, another show we saw. We went to San Jose this month, last month. We saw a show called Adjacent to Greatness. Yeah, we had good lord. Scott Canaster, uh, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Got on stage. He yeah, told us legend. thrilling Stories about Silicon Valley for an hour. And he, yeah, he is legendary. When I first graduated university, uh -huh. I, got a, I got a job. Now, you're in America. graduated from the university. <laughs> and they said, here's the Macintosh you'll be working on. And I was like, Macintosh? Macintosh, yeah. I had never programmed a Macintosh before. No, no. I'm, so, I'm amazed you got your job at all. I'm, me too. And so then I got a book. How to write Macintosh software. Yeah. The Scott legendary Canaster. Scott Canaster yeah. wrote that book. Yeah. And so he's in this new one-man play, Addition to Greatness. If you Google Addition to not, Greatness. He's not in it. Like, it's his play. Well, he's in it. And he's the but, writer. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't describe him as in it. You'd be like, it's his one-man show. Yeah. I'm not sure the point you're trying you're to make. Underselling. But... You're underselling the amount of work that that is attributable to him. We're going to take your tweets. You can we're tweet us tonight. We're not going to take your tweets. We John never have answer. time to read tweets. Oh, we're going to do this time. Okay. Which topic um, are we going to skip? And if you don't uh, like Twitter, like I just no, mentioned at the start no of the show, does. on you Twitter, Twitter. Yeah. go to com and just send us a message that way. All right. Our first topic. Under the donuts. Democratic debates. Now, we talked about Democratic debates last month. Remind me that I get that piano tuned. And the video went on way too long last month. Yeah, so I have a short video this time. Oh, short video. Um, I'll believe it when I see it. Let's see the video. Um, Mr. Vice President, there's a saying in my community, you're dipping into the Kool-Aid and you don't even know the flavor. Okay. Okay. Well, I have my eyes closed. 
Did so I miss the video? My first question is, as a white man, am I allowed to say what he just said? Like, I don't know if this is some... I think, I think you are. Something in the African-American community that means something. Okay. So I can say, you're dipping into the Kool-Aid and you don't even know the flavor. Yeah. I mean, okay. it sounds dumb when you say it, but you're allowed to say it. <laughs> what does that mean? Do you know what this means? Yes, I don't know. You don't know either? No, I think it's... Again, it, here's the thing. They're barely debates. They're, they're ten people in a row, uh -huh. all madly trying to get their... 90 seconds to four minutes mm -hmm. of reasonably well rehearsed little lines out. Because right. seven of them are just madly trying to grab attention so that their campaign will get above 3% support uh, to make the to next maybe 8% support so that they have a chance of being president. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, so. So they're, yeah, it pulled, you know, probably pulled well. Kool-Aid has often been associated with people who are unwavering believers. So, well, well Kool-Aid, uh, before we go any further, okay. a delightful beverage made in America. Yes. We will accept sponsorship from yeah. any refreshing drink maker. Well, not any. Okay. Now, we know a guy. His name is Casey. He's been on the show before. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. He's often accused of drinking the Kool-Aid. Because he's an Apple fanboy. Yeah, he is. He loves Apple. He he, loves I don't think I've ever seen him in a t-shirt that wasn't an Apple t-shirt, yeah. except for the day he got married. And I think he had an Apple t-shirt underneath that. Really? Yeah, I think so. Probably did. How, um, how would you have seen that? <laughs> he got a little drunker later on. Okay, anyways. Um, I was there later on. I mean, did, did, now I feel like I wasn't invited to something. I mean... So the, the impression is that if you drink the special Kool-Aid, then you become a believer. But I think Kool-Aid got the bad rap I don't from... Think, I don't think you drink the Kool-Aid and become a believer. Uh, I mean, uh, Kool-Aid has gotten this bad rap. Right. Uh, because of the, uh, let's just say, a situation in uh, Guyana. Uh -huh. uh, South America. People's Temple, mm -hmm. led by... Jim somebody? Jim Jones? Jim Jones? Is it Jim Jones? A charismatic religious leader mm -hmm. convinced many, many Americans to move with him out of the country to a compound where they tried to live according mm -hmm. to their ideals, which... And he was from around here, right? This is like San, San Francisco, Francisco guy. Yeah. Uh, he, just, he was from the East Coast, but he had moved out to San Francisco, and his church mm -hmm. was in San Francisco, right. and he had... People that followed him around, you know, people that came with him to worship, and then he decided that America was not where he wanted to be anymore because he was getting a lot of pushback from the government. Because turns out he was doing a lot of shady things mm -hmm. and taking money from his followers and engaged in other things. So he went to South America and tried to continue. And at some point, uh, he decided that this just isn't going to work at all for us, mm -hmm. and we all need to die. And Sounds the way weird. that they chose to accomplish that is they poured cyanide? I don't remember mm -hmm. what the poison cyanide, was. Yeah. A particularly horrible poison into big bowls, big buckets, flavored with Flavor-Aid. Flavor-Aid. Not Kool-Aid. Not Kool-Aid. Flavor-Aid. Grape Flavor-Aid. 
Uh, and then they just told everyone, hey, if you if you believe in me, if you believe in our mission, you're, you know, drink it. And we're... So they knew they were about to drink something that would kill them. I don't know if... I think yes. I and, think the guard, they, and the doors are also guarded in case yeah, you yeah, decided were, not there to. There were also automatic weapons yeah. and guards. And yeah. yeah, it was a bad scene. It was a bad, bad scene. scene all around. So that's where the expression, drinking the Kool-Aid, kind of came from. Yeah, but you drink the Kool-Aid to prove your faith. Not right. to get your faith. So in the old days, it was like, if you drank the Kool-Aid, you're proving that you already believed. Well, yeah, yeah. You drank the Kool-Aid because you believed. But I think the expression today is, if you're drinking the Kool-Aid, it means you drank something to become a believer. Have you heard of that expression? I don't think so. That's I how I've heard expression. it. I don't think it quite means what you think it means. The Casey's drunk the Kool-Aid. I don't think Casey's going to die. I think he's well, just Casey unwavering. Casey is going to die. I mean, well, someday. I mean, just not from drinking the proverbial Kool-Aid. Well, I agree. Kool-Aid's low on the list of things that are likely to kill him. I think his wife is number I've one. Seen of his car, I'm assuming it'll be a high-speed accident. But our next topic: shootings. So we had a shooting not far from here in Gilroy. America did, yeah. Yeah, like we weren't involved. You and Just, I weren't. Let's get yes. that out. <laughs> okay. Um, there was a shooting today. I got a news alert today. This is live. Um, that San Jose University had an active guy running around with a gun. Yeah, I don't know if there was I a don't shooting know if or not. Anyone got but shot. Apparently there was an alert. An alert. I don't even, I haven't heard if there was actually a guy or not. I heard it would be like guy. in New York the other night when the car backfired and oh, yeah, on Broadway yeah. panic because they thought it was gunshots. And then this past weekend, um, the shooting's in El Paso, Texas. El Paso. In Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. The Dayton one, I was like just going to bed. Mm -hmm. And all I saw was just some reports from Dayton, but I like turned the TV on and couldn't find anything. And then I went to sleep and then I woke up and then I believed for a while in the morning that I had dreamed that mm -hmm. there had been another shooting. Right. Until I then opened up the internet and was like, oh, no. no yeah, no. things are Not terrible. Again. Everything is really, really terrible, and here we are in America. You think it's going to happen again? Well, it is going to happen again. Oh. Are we going to do anything to stop it? Any, well, anything or anything successful. Are we going to do anything to try and stop it? I think we're going to try and do something. You think we're going to try to do something? We have never tried anything before. We, we tried a couple things. What have we tried? Well, I mean, California's passed some laws. Yeah. What kind of laws have they passed? Uh, they've made some of the assault assault rifles illegal to possess. That didn't help us in Gilroy. No, it didn't, because no. he drove Cause to Arizona to, or drove to Nevada. Nevada to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. So, is it legal? It was legal for him to buy it in Nevada. Yes. Was it legal for him to take uh, it from I'm Nevada? I'm not certain it was legal for him to buy in Nevada, because I right. think you're supposed to be a resident in Nevada. I mean, oh. Let's, I'm can, not sure whether it was legal for him to buy the way he bought it, but for a person, for a resident of Nevada, it's legal to buy, and it's could, plausible that it would be legal if you were not a resident of Nevada under some circumstances. But could you then take that gun and bring it into I California? You can't possess it in California. Oh, so it's uh, not just you can't buy it in California; you also can't possess it in California. Yeah, I think you can't possess it in California. Okay, like, I think that's the law. That should be nationwide, because you know. Well, it should be. I don't see a lot of reason be. to have one of these guns. Unless you're doing something like this anyway. So. What, if, what if 30 to 50 feral hogs head for your children? My children? You know. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are you doing with so many hogs? 
Well, you don't have the hogs. You need the you need the assault rifle. Because your neighbor's With the hogs hundred got barrel. No, these are wild feral hogs. If they're your neighbor's hogs, you're not allowed to shoot them. They belong to him. Oh, that's like cattle come. rustling, except for pigs. What if cattle comes in your land? Then it's, you, don't get, it, you don't know. You, it's you, don't have, you don't have good fences up. Look, cattle's allowed to come on your land. When a hawk flies into my backyard, yeah, that's my hawk. I and then when it flies away to my neighbor's think, land, then it's his hawk. I don't think that's true. That's not how hawk I, ownership works. No, no. Like, what if it's someone's pet hawk? What just because it, it took flight, it suddenly became whoever. It's escaped. He got freedom. We, 1865, we passed some laws. He could, have, he could have sent it over to your backyard to eat one mm. of the many field mice that I understand live there. Mice in my backyard? Huh. I have rats in my backyard, maybe. Yeah. Okay. So these shootings, were they all like racially motivated? Uh, not all of them. Not all of them. Which ones weren't? Uh, we don't yet know a good motive for the Dayton, Ohio. Um, this is what confuses sounds me. Sounds like a person had a lot of... There's video of the shooter with his sister and a friend in a bar. Yeah. Talking. Yeah. Very soon after that, he shoots his sister. Yeah. There's, Among other people. I'm just saying, there's a... a lot there, of mystery. There's dynamics there that we are going to eventually learn some details about. But well, we probably can't, not enough of them. Yeah, we can't ask him. He's dead. He's dead. And the She's sister's dead. dead. How the friend? Do you know anything about the friend? No. Oh, we should no, find I, out. We should yeah. find that friend. Here's my advice. I find the friend and ask him. I think they know where he is. Okay, good. Throw on it. Yeah. Um, I've been hearing about uh, this new Oh, and thing. the El Paso guy released a manifesto yeah. on 8chan like 20 minutes before he started shooting. So we, we believe we know what his motivation was. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and the California guy, I don't know if we yet know what his motive is. He yeah. also posted something he white supremacy. He tweeted something white supremacy, but he's also mm -hmm. tweeted not. They don't know yet. I don't think they've said anything. So this 8chan thing. Um, yeah. There's a thing called 4chan, and I guess they doubled it, and now they have another thing called 8chan. Yeah. What is this thing? It's like a bulletin board computery thing like an old bbs from the old days well yeah like a forums forums yeah and they only talk about horrible things there no i think they talk about non-horrible things too oh really okay. like i think there's a lot of anime talk on 4chan yeah, that's kind of horrible too yeah well let's not judge okay i mean you're canadian you're wearing a pointy hat with a red thing on top of it i don't know viewers will recall i'm a victim of this hat it had <laughs> you are they had it got put upon me yeah um, there is an, uh, a quote. Sure. Famous quote. I do not agree with what you have to say, but I'll defend to the death your right to say it. Now, Evelyn Beatrice Hall is an author who yeah. wrote that. I wrote a book about Voltaire. Do you think um, she knew what kind of terrible speech we'd have today when she said that she would defend to the death our right to say it? Because 8chan has a lot of bad stuff on it. A lot of racist stuff. I suspect she, in her time, was familiar with horrible, horrible speech and mm -hmm. ideas. And, I mean, I believe she was more speaking of the prohibiting the government from restricting people from mm -hmm. saying things. Um... Just because the government 
would, pro you know, there are a lot of things that I don't think the government should be able to prohibit you from saying. Mm -hmm. But I also think you shouldn't say because they're terrible and yeah. you should know better. Well, we have laws against hate speech, right? Uh, we have laws against crimes. I mean, we have, if you commit a crime, mm -hmm. and if the reason you commit a crime is out of hatred for a person's ethnicity or gender or, uh, in some states, uh, sexual expression or mm -hmm. gender. They're called protected um, classes, I guess. Uh, then you can be charged with a hate crime, mm -hmm. uh, an enhancement on top of the existing crime. Um, but hate speech, speech isn't illegal. So hmm. there's no hate speech that's illegal. Okay. So like, that's good because I hate olives. In America. I hate olives. Okay. All of them, like the green ones and the black ones. Okay. Yeah, disgusting. Um, now in Chicago this weekend, 59 people were shot. Yeah. And seven Chicago died. It was a big city. Now, that wasn't a mass shooting, right? Because they were all like 59 individual, one person being shot. Yeah. Is that how it worked? Some of those, I think, were people trying to shoot themselves. Oh. I mean, statistically. Yeah. Um, suicide is, I don't want to say common, but. It sounds like we should avoid Chicago for a while. I. Bad things or, happen everywhere. Yeah, Chicago has a, a lot of bad things happening. Problem with crime. Mm -hmm. um, they, Chicago has tried to pass laws prohibiting gun ownership, but Indiana is right <laughs> next to Chicago, and Indiana right. has no laws really. And All right. So Chicago kind of ends up on the short end of a lot of sticks. Yes. So we're going to look at our tweets because we have a whole lot of tweets. Yeah. Um, if 90% of Americans want background checks on buying guns, why don't we have them? Yeah, so we keep hearing about universal background Mitch checks. Mitch McConnell won't he, bring the bills up in the Senate. And so he thinks people without... Well, right now, you need a background check to get a gun, right? But there's loopholes? Um, you're supposed to have a background check to get a gun. Mm -hmm. um, they have hamstrung uh, the agencies which have to do the background checks. So they can't do very, they can't do as good a background checks as they really could do. Mm. Okay. Um, beyond that, there are situations where you don't have to do a background check when you transfer ownership of a gun. Um, if it's from person to person, not through a dealer, you don't have to do a background check. Oh. Uh, if your parents are giving you a gun, they don't have to do a background check. My parents would never give me a gun. Well, no, they're Canadian. We have, a, we have a fair number of guns. I shot a gun in Canada. Sure. Out of piece of paper. I bought it here one day. Remember I showed the, on the show the paper yeah, of yeah, the yeah, paper guy I shot? Yeah. And I got him in the head. Yeah. You had to come in. You were practicing <laughs> in those video games. <laughs> Keith just said, I don't know. That's not the content I tune into the show for. Yeah, I think if you don't know something, I think you're going to make something up. No, Although I, you, I did, you did agree not to you, lie. And you, you were sad. That time, you knew the right answer, but you made up a different one. That's what I think the problem was that time. Okay, so you're saying if I don't know the answer, it's okay for me to make one up. My, that's what that's I'm my hearing. Audience, that's my audience I'm just saying, saying next, <laughs> next show is going to be even more interesting than this show. Okay. And Scott Canaster also agrees about the hawk. 
about how you don't own a if hawk it, just because it lands flies in your backyard. Into, no, he agrees with me. If it flies into my backyard, it's my hawk. Until it flies into someone I, else's backyard. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wanna, I'm gonna wanna read the original tweet before I, before I concur. All right. Our next topic. I'm, I'm just telling you, I'm, I'm looking right at Scott Canaster, and he's shaking his head when you're saying what Scott Canaster is saying. <laughs> I mean, this. Well, okay. It's there's very, not it's a lot ambiguous. of situations where I can have this kind of real-time confirmation or denial of things, but I'm going to, I'm going to, here's the problem with the tweet. It says, in full, I agree about the hawk. He doesn't say which side he agrees on. So I assumed he meant my side because I am John Wants Answer, and you are Guy Beside John Wants Answer. Yeah, but answer. see, I'm the answer, you're the question. He agrees with the answer. I think Not that was with the question. That was something I just provided the answer for. I didn't ask you ahead of time if a hawk goes in my backyard, is it mine? No, I said, I think if a hawk goes in my backyard, it's mine. Yeah, and then I said, no, that's not true. That's not, that's not how hawk ownership If occurs. only another tweet had come in in the last minute clarifying. But anyways, we must move on because the next topic is currency manipulation. Okay, we have five minutes. We'll so. talk about hawks more. We'll get to that after we talk about this. Okay. okay. What currency does China have? Uh, everyone calls it the yuan, but yuan. that's not yuan, yuan, yuan. That's not actually what the currency is called. The currency is called like the renminbi or something. That sounds like a Russian. The yuan thing. is just like the unit of currency. Okay. Um, what's the exchange rate to the U.S. dollar to the yuan? I have no idea. No. Okay. I mean, it's, it, it, there's an exchange rate. Like I could look it up. Well. It's too late now. We only have five minutes. You got to move on this. What does it mean to manipulate the currency? Um, well, you would manipulate the currency conversion. Mm -hmm. um, China has a currency. There's mm -hmm. a thing that you, there's units of value that right. people exchange. America has a currency. We call mm -hmm. them dollars. People think. If you have dollars, but you want to buy something, and if they want yuan for mm -hmm. it, you have to turn your dollars into those. Right. And generally, you, there's often a published rate at which someone will yeah. take $100 and give you so many of this. Exchange rate, yeah. Um, in this case, the Chinese government controls what the exchange rate is. How is that? I thought it's decided by the open market. Um, yeah, you should take an economics class. I mean, in some sense, it's decided by the open market, but the Chinese government has an infinite amount of currency. So really? when they... Wow. The U.S. government has an infinite amount of currency, essentially. But the U.S. government doesn't set the exchange rate, do they? No. Because dollars fluctuate in value day to day. Well, the Federal Reserve sets the interest rate. Interest, yeah. And the Federal Reserve during the downturn of 2008-2009, created billions of dollars of currency and just handed it to banks. Hmm. And why do we pay taxes if the government can just make money? Again, you should, <laughs> you should take more than one. Don't you have a business degree? Okay, 
The show is called John Wants Answers. Okay. And I'm an, I'm an, act, I'm an you, actor. You told me before we have five minutes. I, I an, cannot explain to you why we pay taxes. I'm an actor. And so my job is to pretend I don't know the answers okay. so that I can ask you. In this case, and you the, can tell the Chinese answers. government sets what they are willing to exchange okay. dollars for. And then they control the law, so they prohibit and so the, are companies in China from doing this themselves. And so effectively, what the Chinese government says is the exchange rate is the exchange rate. Okay. Now, if they set the exchange rate way far out of what anyone else believed it should be, mm -hmm. then those people on the side would, you know, be willing to take fewer dollars per yuan mm -hmm. than the Chinese government might want. Okay. So um, they'd want to do that so that uh, they could... Your currency is worth less... It makes the products your companies make more valuable because you can sell them to other countries for less money. Yes. You get less money coming in, but you have more work, you know, your people are doing more work. If they buy stuff, if Chinese people buy things from overseas, it costs more. It costs them more. Yes. And this is bad for America because Chinese goods are even cheaper. So if you want to buy Chinese goods and not buy Well, we pay the tariffs. Well, we do. But they're, you know, yeah. but they're easy to pay because the, price, the base price of the product is lower.